What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Underground Stars Season 3. And today I am here with Houston native uh, Scotty the Reaper, uh, like greater Houston area. But um, I'm Scotty the Reaper, aka Preston Caps is my like real government name, I guess. But uh, excited to be here and really uh, blessed to have the opportunity. You guys put out some good content on everybody. So. That's crazy. I didn't know you were from Shout Houston. Yeah, it's like greater Houston area. Um, I'm in between Houston and Beaumont. I'm closer to Baytown. Like, I'm, I'm around there, that area. Um, in a little little county called Liberty County, and I live outside of uh, Dayton, and Dayton's a city in Liberty County. Um, but Dayton is like the hometown. That's where it's, it's in my address, everything. Um, it's just the hometown is where I've always been. Um, yeah. Cause I'm over I'm over by Dallas. So it's yeah, always cool. Yeah. It's always cool to find someone by uh, Texas. Or just in Texas in general, yeah. No. I know you're in Dallas, isn't KS, uh in like Austin mm-hmm. or yeah. It, it, that that kind of area. I don't know if he had moved recently or not. I know the last time I was talking with him he, he's in like the Austin area. No, yeah, he's still there. He's still there. I'm always oh, trying cool, to figure. Cool. Yeah, I'm always trying to figure out yeah. how to go and see him if it's possible or not. Because he works a lot, and he always works like, like he works mm-hmm. like a night shift pretty much. So it's always weird mm-hmm. trying to figure out when to kind of plan stuff with him. Because I'll text him during the day, and then he'll respond at like mm-hmm. three a.m. in the morning. Because that's when he works. Yeah, no, he's yeah, he's usually up when I'm up. Uh, online i had a twitter space one time and we was up in it for about three hours or something like that and it was like two o'clock in the morning just hanging out chilling yeah all right so i got a few things just kind of to go over so let's start off with the most basic question of all time is how did you get started with music um i was 12 years old uh in my living room with my family we're watching back to the future uh marty mcfly gets on stage and he plays johnny b good and then goes into a van halen guitar solo and i said that's what i want to do uh my dad got me an acoustic guitar later on i have around age 12 uh following christmas or the one after i got my first electric guitar uh also the same time i got around to getting my first desktop computer and ever since i've just been using uh whatever DAW I could get my hands on and whatever instrument I could uh, pick up and play. But that's, that's really honestly where it, where it all started. Um, Cause uh, very big, like classic rock kind of contemporary Christian music growing up. That's, that's kind of what, what it was. Uh, honestly, didn't get into hip hop very like it wasn't around that much. Like I would listen to the, the like, um, or like um, the Christian uh, type, like Lecrae and uh, Andy, but like all of those, whenever it was first like a thing around like 2010 and stuff, that's when I really started getting into hip hop. And then, you know, just to expand it from there. But definitely, definitely that movie, that, that, that was definitely the craziest thing I had ever seen. Especially the first time I seen it, I was like, this is insane. Yeah. He's going from like blues to classic it was insane to watch i don't know it blew my mind and 
was just really drawn to learning how to play guitar ever since and just fell in love with music and it became my passion. Uh, um, that's how I started getting into it. And uh, I eventually went to Lee College for audio engineering and music studio production and graduated in 20, 2020, very early 2020 or no, 2019, very early 2019 is whenever I graduated. Um, from Lee College with audio, uh, a certificate in audio engineering and music studio production, but uh, yeah, that's really that's that's really the the basics of me getting into music was uh, that scene from Back to the Future and just a lot of classic rock inspiration. Yeah, dang, that's crazy. I've actually never seen any of the Back to the Future movies. They're really good. I I don't know why. Like that's like my whole aesthetic. I I like. Honestly, I'm I I feel like Marty McFly sometimes like that. I don't I can't skateboard, but that I love the aesthetic. That's why I, I don't know. There's so many little little things attached to that movie that I've like put in my own you know art form, I guess. And when did you start like dropping music? Uh, I started dropping music in 2019. In 2019, uh, I dropped my first. Uh, well. Scotty the Reaper. Scotty the Reaper first started dropping music in 2019. I did like open mics and stuff, and I was playing a lot of indie music with my acoustic guitar um, at local open open mics and stuff like that. Uh, building up into me going into college and eventually like working on hip hop and uh, or not hip hop, just just the 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 kind of fusion, you know, the trap style, whatever uh, music. Um, in 2019 is when I released my first single with uh, my best friend at the at the time. In 2019, we uh, I, so I had studio studio time at the college, so we'd go up there and record. And we we had made three songs, and we released one in uh, April. We released two on 420 in 2019, and then we dropped another single called Dungeon in 2019 in March. And those were the first couple of songs that I had made. <sighs> with my friend yeah and then um i don't want to get the date wrong i but you after those two singles did you go straight into your uh project uh after after those so in the, those first three singles were in 2019 and then i dropped a single in uh august or something like that. i can't remember what the date was my first by myself Scotty the Reaper uh, single was Thoughts Tight and Knots in 2019. And then I go almost a whole nother year without dropping any music. And on October 31st of 2020, last year is when I dropped my first project. <clears throat> and um, the whole design on that is sick, by the way. Like the, uh, the cover, you, it, it's crazy. Yeah, no, so... Um, that 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 the picture was taken by my dad so i had like a dream after i'd finished making like all the songs i had sat on all of those songs since like may of 20 of 2020 i had all those songs just done by by may and i sat on them and i saw this like picture in my head in my dreams and then i started making a a, a jumpsuit for the cover with my grandma and her embroidery machine. I was spending time with her and uh, me and my dad went on a vacation and we put the car in a trailer and 
it was in Mississippi where like the beach is actually like really nice or Biloxi, Mississippi and where all the casinos and stuff are. And there was like a huge car show week long event and we were spending time together and he actually took the picture. So it, it's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. It's like a weird, like deja vu kind of moment. And like whenever I like stood there, I, I, I felt it like it was so weird. And then I had, I like the Nikes I wore on the cover are similar to like Marty McFly's style of Nike. Yeah. Um, and they sat in my the backseat of my car for like three and a half months, just in the box before I went to take the the photo for it. And because um, I didn't want any stains, I didn't want to wear them, nothing like. And as soon as I get out of the hotel and I'm going to the car, I had a Dr. Pepper in my hand and I open it in the car and it spilled all over the left shoe. <laughs> waited uh, like i was i was so mad at myself it was a funny that's funny how that moment. it's it's always got to be like when when you need it the most is when something happens that's always how it is yeah yeah but the the car on the cover is my personal like classical classic uh hot rod it's like my weekend car that me and my dad had built um we we had found it at a donut shop when i was 12 years old and uh, on the back of the car is my my first electric guitar that I've had since like fourteen. Um, so I don't know, like when it all came together, I really didn't think about it. But there's a lot of a uh, sentimental value just oh, in yeah. that photo, like like the, all the memories of me like going over with my grandma making the the jumpsuit for it, and then you know the the Nikes and how they're attached to the just like my initial like oh i really want to start making music or like at 12 and you know just overall everything uh, I, I don't know i feel like that picture honestly represents like just my aura like the most like the car is attached to me and like they're and from my perspective because like i guess it's just like the way i was raised and like everything that i've done and i don't know it's just a really personal there's a lot of personal elements in yeah that i don't really i really do like that like it I didn't even expect it to turn out that good, like yeah, at all. Like I just, I sometimes I look at it and I'm like, wow, this is really crazy. Like, <laughs> it's a really cool photo, I guess. It gives off like now that you told me it was because of a uh, Back to the Future that made you start making music. It gives off like Back to the Future vibes as well to it. Mm-hmm. With, like the angle and like, cause, like there's some photos out there where like he's like getting into the car. Kind of, it kind of has like the same, yeah. kind of like shot. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a very thematical shot, in my opinion. And like, cinematic style. Yeah. Did you mean it to kind of come out that way, or was it just purely like just take the picture and then it just happened to be the like that? The picture, the picture, the picture. There, there was a couple of them, but that specific picture was like exactly what I saw in my head, and then I put everything else on top of it, and then put the, the like grainy filter. But like the picture, because all I had seen was the picture. And like it was a it was a really weird dream. I don't remember much of it, but it, it was it was really cool. Uh, honestly, it, it, that's kind of how I wanted it to turn out. Like that's exactly what I saw in my head, and that's what I attached to like all the music and stuff. It I, I couldn't have asked for like anything. I, I can never ask for any more than what I'm given, or like what what I have to work with, in my opinion. So it it honestly everything that I do have out or is. Um, like published everything down to the art it all has like a reason or 
uh, I, I don't I don't like try and justify it or be like, oh, well, maybe it could have been better because I don't really feel like um, I feel like if something could be better, I'm going to make it the, the best that I can make it be. You know, or if there's something could be better, I'd, I'd put the extra work in and make it the best it could be. Yeah. So I couldn't ask for a better, um, especially for my first overall project. Like, I don't think I could have asked for a better cover or a better like vision to attach to the music. That's crazy. Like you, it's crazy. That, like you dreamt about it and like you visioned it before it even happened. And mm-hmm. then the way it came out was exactly how you wanted it to come out. Yeah. Uh, I, a lot of a lot of things have been happening that way, honestly. Uh, and they may not be full on deja vu. Like I literally seen this exact same thing mm-hmm. in my dream. But I, I, I don't know. It's weird that sometimes uh, a lot of things I'll be doing or certain instances will feel so unreal, or that it'll trigger like a flashback to a dream mm-hmm. in my head that I don't even know how to react in the moment. Yeah. So I I don't know. It's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. It it it's like a deja vu or some kind of like sign from the universe. Uh, like it sometimes I I'll like Google what time it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'll like I'll take a specific time out of the day. Like um, the other day it was uh, well one of my friends was telling me about it. But the other day one of my friends had got like twelve thirty four. Whenever he looked at the clock. Mm-hmm. It was like that's literally one two three four. So we googled the meaning of like one two. What happens whenever you see like numbers in sequence, like mm-hmm. proper sequence, like eight seven nine or yeah. whatever, and read stuff from it. So I've been doing that lately with uh, just like looking at the time and like what does this mean or like trying to put the not really put things together, but just certain little goofy meanings behind life. Like I feel like I'm going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Like that's basically he was saying he was getting and. I've been doing that here recently, and it's pretty cool to, like, what is the meaning of 325? And then you get, a, like, a Google answer from it and then read it. Yeah. It's kind of an interesting concept, but sometimes I'll be doing it. Um, forgot what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, though. It adds a little bit more kind of just... I forgot the word. Um, adds a little bit more meaning just to kind of smaller things in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. I, I don't know. I, I never try and look at, uh, like, without the, if you want to see a bigger picture, you have to, like, look at all this, the minor details on mm-hmm. the painting. You know, you have to, if you want to paint, like, a beautiful picture, you have to, you know, see where the lines are and, like, mm-hmm. how everything is structured and how, what kind of, not like a technical approach about it, but like, what do you need to work on first? Yeah. Do you need to paint the house on the hill first? Do you need to paint the sunset before you get put together all this, like, mm-hmm. like the bigger picture? Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I try to live um, and just not take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, everybody has moments where they're frustrated and having like a bad time through like their day, but. For the most part, I try not to worry about the little things anymore, I guess. Yeah, for sure. And um, your name. Where did you come up with your name? Uh, so I came up with my name. So another, like, why I brought up, like, the numbers and stuff. Uh, I feel like the number 33 has always been attached to my life, too. Like, just the number three. Mm-hmm. And I, I when I was playing basketball... 
for a private school, I wore the number 33. My coach called me Scotty because I played, like, uh, some in, uh, some really intense defense mm-hmm. and, like, was just a strategical, like, coach-on-the-court type player, pass the ball, assist. So he called me Scotty, as in, like, Scotty Pippen because yeah. I wore 33. And I just, like, ever since – and there was one day where we was at the college and I was telling my friend, I was like, we got to have rap names if we put this out. And he picked his and I was like, I don't know what to pick mine. And then, um, you know, I, I don't know. I thought it was a really cool grimacing like name, mm-hmm. the Reaper, like the Reaper. And I'm like, what do I put before the Reaper? Because I don't want to use Preston because that'd be I don't know if that'd sound right. Mm-hmm. And then I thought of Scotty because because of basketball and like the number 33 attachment because so on the on the cover of permanent vacation there's a 1977 mustang and 19 plus 7 plus 7 is 33 oh and like a lot of like specs on the car have Mm -hmm. a three in it or like i don't know it's weird like it's just a weird way to think about it i guess but i feel i've always felt attached to that number so um but yeah i got scotty from a high school playing basketball and then oh i don't know i a lot of people in college, whenever I'm going out to like make music with classmates or whatever, they mm-hmm. would be like, "Oh, it's Preston." But as soon as I turn to the Scotty the Reaper, it's like, "Oh, that's Scotty." I don't, I don't know. It's a weird feeling, but uh, I, I, I don't know. It was I didn't think the name was that good in the first place. You know, like mm-hmm. you never think you have a yeah. great like artist name or anything like that. Or like, wow, that's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know. I was just like, that's that's what I got. <laughs> that's what I got to put on the 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 first release so i we have artist names mm-hmm. and i just stuck with it honestly yeah it's it's kind of crazy that you mentioned the whole three thing because about i want to say four months ago four or five months ago i was playing xbox with one of my friends and it was at like 2 two thirty in the morning and we're like dead tired. We're just still playing though. So like anything that we're saying just doesn't really make sense just because we're so tired at that point. And I brought up this thing Mm -hmm. about how everything comes in threes. And like, I spent like a whole hour explaining to him like so many things in our world that come in threes. And from like that day on every, like the more you notice like and look at things in the world you see that that repeating mm-hmm. three six nine just anything divisible by three and so like mm-hmm. every now and then we'll be like playing xbox or whatever and we'll see like the number three 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 or like the time at three thirty three or like the two scores combined would equal three and it's just like we'll just point it out and it's just the craziest thing that you mentioned that just because that's been something that we've been kind of going back and forth with recently that's pretty cool like even but i don't know i had noticed that one day about the car i was like what's 19 plus 7 plus Mm -hmm. 7 and then i was like that's 33 and like 33 is somewhere on my social security card too Mm -hmm. like that's like i don't know i've always felt attached to it um it's a and then like the the car itself has a 302 v8 uh mustang uh drivetrain and then it's a three-speed automatic and i don't know it's just weird and the the rear differential gear is a 300 gear, mm-hmm. so it's a cheese so it's it it's pretty weird it is weird 
I just always felt like it like detached. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's that's pretty cool though, honestly. Because uh, I, I I feel like things do come in threes. Mm-hmm. Like a hundred, I I feel like the the three six nine rule is is a pretty cool. Um. I don't. I see it. I, I don't know how to describe it, but I, I know exactly what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Like yeah. I see it all the time with the those those three numbers specifically, and I also try and like put it in my music. That's why um, permanent vacation had uh, six songs in it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's weird. Or I don't also feel like that's a that's a classic style EP because also I I had based that specific project off of like classic rock and how they would build up to EP with six songs, six or seven songs and in the seventies, they would build up to the third song on the project. Yeah. So the first two songs, like not necessarily fillers, but they work their way into the third song mm-hmm. and then fourth and fifth and sixth and seven. That's yeah. kind of what I did with that, that album. Yeah. I, f- I definitely feel like most just like kind of for at least art is kind of getting like, their discography up at least is that EPs are pretty much mm-hmm. a solid just stepping stone because like you don't want to put out a full blown album when you don't have people invested. But if you drop some singles, exactly. EPs, and then they're like, okay, when's the album coming? Right. I do. I do. I feel the same way. I feel like mixtapes and smaller projects can definitely help uh, get people listening to you and, it's it's honestly just how it is as an artist. The more the more content that you have there, or if you have exceptional content, like mm-hmm. a, a good amount of exceptional content, you'll have a you'll have a certain amount of people draw to whatever it is you're portraying in your art form. Mm-hmm. And I think that you'll find people that relate to it emotionally, or relate to it lyrically, or just overall relate to the sound, and it puts them in a good you know like good vibe while they're driving to work or mm-hmm. whatever. It's it, it's uh, it's a really it's really a focal key point at this at, at a specific stage as an artist where you could you know keep dropping singles here and there or you could put out mass pieces mm-hmm. of work or smaller pieces of work and you know build a little bit and get more songs out there to build more of a momentum you mm-hmm. know like if yeah. you think about it if Travis Scott put out a single called Astro World would it have the same momentum as the album Astro World. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. No, no, yeah, I feel you. And three song project uh-huh. called Astro World. Yeah, you know, it just depends on what kind of hype you want out of it. Because that's one thing I've noticed with bigger song, like album 13, 16, 17, uh, 11 song, 10 song albums, they'll have. Uh, I don't know a title to it that's kind of just like this is what it is mm-hmm. and where like a, a project will have like just something uh, I don't know it's a weird weird way to think about it I guess or like a little EP from the 70s or the 80s they could have like a really exquisite title for no reason mm-hmm. like just a long one or like if you notice on Suicide Boys mixtapes the, the 2015 mixtape it's like my heart can't, my liver will handle what my heart can't handle. That's mm-hmm. a super long name for a title. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. But, 
That's an interesting way to think about it, I think. I think it's because albums are more commercially um, pushed out there. So Presented. Yeah, so yeah. like you don't want a crazy long name that your average listener will be like, I don't really think that's cool based off the name. But like... <laughs> If you put out a mixer but yeah. EP, that's more for like your core fan base. So whatever you put, they're gonna take it either way. Yeah, hundred percent. So I, it's just, it just I guess depends yeah. on I, I, the focal point of the project, I guess. Mm-hmm. And what is what is your kind of um, approach to like marketing your music, like singles, EPs? Um, I honestly, I don't. Uh, so, with uh, really only marketing, marketing, I think I like done for myself. Uh, I did that. I'll take like maybe two weeks and talk about a single or or something. I I really don't know how to market, mm-hmm. quote unquote, or have a specific strategy. Um, although certain certainly, I will say I will kind of present like my projects in the same manner mm-hmm. of like permanent vacation i'll give like 20 days before the release date of whatever a project is and kind of see what kind of hype it draws in i don't know how i'll go about it i'm trying to work on more visual stuff mm-hmm. um I, I, everything is just organic i haven't like invested into advertisements or like soundcloud reposts or mm-hmm. Uh, Spotify playlists or anything like that. Um, I I don't know. I don't want to be like uh, someone who's just like pushing, pushing, pushing music into a bunch of people's faces. Yeah. Or to the point it's like, okay, this is uh, yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to push it to the point where they're kind of sick of it. Really, I really just. Yeah, yeah, that's really all I can say. I don't try to push it uh, in, until like people are like, I don't even want to check this out. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say that much. I don't really try to um, market market stuff. I get, I guess, or like have a build up. Uh, I haven't been able to present a project like that yet. But overall, for the most part, I really don't specific have a specific uh marketing strategy or a way i go about presenting something it's it's usually just this is the release date this is the cover this is the title on the cover mm-hmm. um or this is when this song's coming out here's a little 10 second snippet maybe um i, I don't know i don't try and push it that hard i mm-hmm. guess no yeah with mar- marketing yeah all right so i got one more thing to cover before we roll out to the outro this oh i for, i i know what it's called but i don't know if it's called this you're um it's slipping in my mind the uh the umbrella collective tape i want to say it's just called that yeah yeah it, it's just called episode one okay uh, but it, it's the umbrella collective. yeah so what kind of do you because I know you produce and then you also make like you do your own vocals and everything. Are you more on like the producing side of that tape or are you like featured vocal wise on it? Um, technically, I'm. So, what 
Um, the way I came about into Umbrella Collective, they had talked to me a couple of times. Um, Matt, Geology, um, at his guys, uh, mm -hmm. Geology, Rex Rose, um, Rich Illuminati, and uh, Cavallo a couple of times. We had all, like, communicated or whatever. Um, and when I met up with Ari and Geolo Geology in Florida for our studio sessions, uh, we was talking about it, and they were like, you know, we'd literally like to have you as part of the group. And it was pretty cool because we were in person. It was the first time everybody was meeting um, between me, Geology, and Rex Rose in person. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just told them... Uh, because originally it was just a beat collective and they would put out beat tapes. Mm -hmm. and I was like, I, I'll join if we do um, remixes, if we do remix tapes. Mm -hmm. I mean, because it's, it's just SoundCloud, you know. I yeah. Necessarily get into a lot of like trouble, I guess. Mm -hmm. But um, it's, a, it's a remix. Uh, now, now that I'm in it, we're doing, a, we're doing just remix tapes and having fun with it and just making okay. custom beats around songs. Um, I I do feature vocally on uh, episode one, though, because I remixed Exile that Bleed Season had uh, produced for me back earlier this year in mm -hmm. January. Um, and I put vocals on it, and I put a bunch of other samples from uh, under, uh, older Memphis, uh, like 3-6 Mafia type mm -hmm. uh, style beats. Uh, and we did a bunch of cool remixes, like Ari did a Bones remix, Geology did an insane uh, Kanye West remix of mm -hmm. Mercy. I heard that one, um, the snip that they put. That one was, it's crazy. It is. Um, guys did a Night Level flip. I can't remember. I think Richie did a NASCAR Aloe flip. And Papa Roxy did an insane Gucci Mane mm -hmm. and Gold Mouth remix. Like, it was pretty cool. Um, I don't know what uh, the next plan is for the next tape or anything but um as far as this tape i i made the two songs that i i had the two remixes that i did the the first one uh the second track on the the ep though it's like i remixed myself i guess mm -hmm. and i had added other samples to it yeah um it's pretty cool it was it was a lot of fun i'm really glad to be uh part of the group i think everybody's uh extremely talented and uh, I don't know. It's a really fun time, and uh, means a lot to me to be a part of their mm -hmm. group, and the, the, for them to think that I'm like that, the level that they're on. Yeah, and it means a lot. Uh, for sure, for sure. But yeah, we're just we're just doing remixes, I guess. Just a That's a cool concept, tapes. though. It's kind of yeah, it's no, kind of sure. different from like a beat tape that I feel like a lot of people already do. So like a remix tape is just kind of different and out there. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> That's my mom. Um, yeah, no, it's a pretty fun concept. I I had presented it to him. I was like, I I want to I want to join, but we should do a bunch of remixes mm -hmm. and just make custom beats around older songs or whatever our favorite song may be. Yeah. And that's what kind of, that's just kind of what I've been doing here lately is just making some beats doing some remixes. And I, I, I'm trying to get into like a, a habit of posting more on my Twitter page, mm -hmm. like media and snippets of my beats and stuff. Um, 
So I've been doing remixes, and it's a lot of fun, honestly. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, the way we do these outros is I got three questions for you. Awesome. First one is, in two words, describe your style. Unmatched creativity. Haven't heard that one yet. Um, uh, for me personally, I would, uh, I, I can, I can, I can just say that it's like untouched creativity, I guess, and in like a in like a sense of like just the the amount of like genres I'm willing to mm-hmm. do and how many I can. Because me and like me and geology were talking on the phone the other day, and he's like, "It's kind of kind of cool how many um, proper cadences and like types of vocals that I can produce." It's um, like I I would I, I feel like I'm probably one of the only artists that can do a trap metal song and an indie song, mm-hmm. and then do like a psychedelic rock song and a jazz song mm-hmm. all in the same day. Or I could I could get on. Uh, a track with a female artist and make it really hype and sing on it or I can get on a like a, a bad bitch type beat and do like a Playboy Cardi type cadence or something yeah. like that. Um but me personally I'll decide I, I I feel like I'm a conceptual uh like conceptual composition styled artist because everything that I've made and put out has a concept mm-hmm. behind the entire song. So I'm not just like necessarily just writing songs to have uh, fun or just to get it out or uh, just to make a song. Because I mean, I do that, but I also try and push uh, you know, a little bit of you know, concept behind the song. There are some songs that don't really have like a concept and are just like really good, mm-hmm. like hype songs that I've made or energetic songs. But for the most part, from since October of 2019, I've tried to make as much conceptual music with like a idea. There's a pinpoint behind it. Mm-hmm. There's this, or like there's a certain vibe, or like going into the session with a certain thought of how I wanted to write things. Yeah. Um. Second question is, if you could re-listen to an album for the first time again, which one would it be? Uh, I'd probably listen to the, the Van Halen self-titled album that came out in 1978, mm-hmm. um, or I'd listen to My Liver Will Handle What My Heart Cannot, or I can't remember the whole title, yeah. Suicide Boys in 2015. Mm-hmm. Two good choices. And they had some, they had some pretty good mixtapes in 2017 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that new Tyler the Creator album. I would listen to that. I would listen to that again. I have not that, gotten to it yet. That is, in, oh, it's I've, insane. I've it's been meaning so, to. It's a ten out of ten in my opinion. Yeah. I uh, um, I've been wanting to. I just haven't been like in the right space to like actually sit down mm-hmm. and listen to it yet. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally understand that. It, it's always fun to have some of your. Uh, some of those moments where it's like I need to be in the right spot to mm-hmm. listen to this because that's that's kind of what I was at too before I listened to it. And then, the last one is what advice do you have for other artists slash producers? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I could say this. Um, so, yeah, I I had went to college and, and uh, went to school for, you know, doing all this stuff. But at the end of the day, if you don't apply to what you're learning, you're mm-hmm. not going to be any damn good at it. Mm-hmm. If you – and there's honestly no excuses if you want to get better at something nowadays because, like, the Internet is at the touch of your fingertips – and I really feel like there's a lot of ways to push yourself to be better than you was the day before. Um, so just keep doing what you're doing. And uh, remember that there's always things to learn. And it's every failed attempt is a good attempt because you learn from it. Mm-hmm. So. But just keep applying what you're learning to all, all of the music that you're making. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll see how far that you go. That's what I can say. Definitely good, good advice. So I'm gonna be sending over a season three sticker right over to you. Awesome! I'll put it on my laptop. Yes, sir. And um, thank you. This was fun. This was nice. Oh, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Shout out, shout out to you. Um, I. I'm really glad to be a, a part of it, and uh, it's a very great opportunity. Mm-hmm. And thank you guys for uh, having me on. I had a lot of fun. Um, you know, if there's any more questions, just come back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do a part two. The uh, awesome man. And wow. in about like ten years from now, we'll have a whole just rewind of all the we, first we, we three seasons. We could do that. <laughs> we could do that. That'd be super tight. That'd be yeah. super tight. So um, make sure y'all go follow him. At everything, Instagram, Spotify, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, YouTube. Is it all at the same at? Um, my at is Scotty, S-C-O-T-T-I-E-R-E-A-P on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Um, and uh, my YouTube channel, just search Scotty the Reaper. Mm-hmm. Um I have a couple of visualizers posted on it, and it has all my recent music. Um, And on Spotify, Apple Music, same thing. Just search Scotty the Reaper, and I'm going to be there. First one to pop up. Perfect. You heard him. So we will catch y'all next week. And ooh, who do we have after you? I want to say we have, if all goes well, we will have Alex Realm. If I I remember. Yeah. So we'll catch y'all next week. Peace.